2: Hello and welcome to the Rock Your Voice podcast. Vocal coaching tips that will transform your voice, interviews that will inspire, industry guidance, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Today on the Rock Your Voice podcast, I have some very special guests because this is a very special episode. Welcome to episode 100 of the Rock Your Voice podcast. I really felt it was so important to invite some clients uh, that I've been working with over the years to come talk about and share their journey as a singer, because everyone has something unique that comes up on their journey, but also everyone has something in common. And the biggest thing that came through in this conversation was having a community to support you in your musical growth. Uh, so I was really thrilled to hear all of the stories from my guests, and I really hope you enjoy this conversation. And thank you so so much for supporting the Rock Your Voice podcast because I threw out a couple of episodes right in the beginning thinking, you know, I'd love to get into this and love to do it. And here we are a hundred episodes later, and it's really become a passion of mine. So it does really mean a lot that people are listening, people are enjoying, and and yeah, I'm here for you, I'm here for your voice, and I'm here to host episode 100. Enjoy! The first two people to have hopped online tonight for my 100th podcast episode recording sesh, um, it's John and Sarah, and you both have been working with me for different different levels of time and different stuff, so John, explain what happened and how you met Sarah.
3: Actually, I, I came in for my lesson, and uh, I used to show up a couple minutes early, you know, you kind of get ready, and then uh, I heard somebody singing, and I'm thinking, wow, that that sounds good. And then course will guys wrapping up and Sarah can, came out and I think we were just trying to figure out who, who said what to who. Sarah, <laughs> you remember this better than I do.
4: I do. Uh, he just said something kind of cheeky, like, oh, someone was sure singing pretty in there. And then I just said, well, if you want to collab, get my number from Emma,
1: <laughs>
4: which was also a bit cheeky. <laughs>
2: I love it so much and and so yeah he did he got your number and you guys started collaborating and at that point where where were you at john had you been performing much you were you've you would just started writing some really
3: cool songs well yeah i wrote a couple the only time I actually well I was your barbecue yeah yeah um which again i don't just remember looking down trying to remember anything yeah um yeah so i really haven't been out a lot and then i was talking to sarah and sarah uh, has done some stuff uh she's been out and about with different groups and whatnot so i'm thinking great and then when we started singing together it's like oh well this is going to work in in many ways first off she's just a real cool person yes and we get is. along she she gets my dark humor and so <laughs> <laughs> she has her own dark humor actually um yeah and she uh, nails the harmonies and stuff so it's and we kind of, we like the same music. Yeah. Somebody's a little obsessed with Taylor Swift a little bit too much in my, you know, but it's not really a Garth thing, but that's okay.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a pretty, pretty close, close world, Taylor and Garth, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not really that far. Yeah. Yeah, it's not as far as you might think. Yeah, Yeah. totally. And so from going from really having not played much, especially for yourself, John, and, and um. Yeah, so what, you guys started yeah, jamming I, and collaborating. Yeah, like, and...
3: I came from a, I was I was jamming with these uh, old guys, uh, old guys like I'm a young guy. <laughs> I was actually the young guy in the group, so yeah, I was the young guy. <laughs> um, and it was really just kind of all over the place, you know. Mm-hmm. It was more of just going and showing up and jamming. But these guys had like 30 years of experience between all of them, like each one had. So I learned a ton from those guys, and cause I remember I was joking with you because uh it made me the singer so I was doing yeah. the singing for the most part and you know I was, said well it would be good if this guys just shut up because I'm trying to sing right it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> not really the band yes. mentality right so I was, I was just joking of course but uh yeah we weren't really getting really far because um, I wanted to go out open mics and just get mm-hmm. out there
2: mm-hmm.
3: and um Sarah and I had the same kind of view and said okay well let's set a date yes that's what we're going to do open mic we knuckled down and got it done so band-aids off and actually it was pretty good it was pretty good uh i was nervous as i'll get out but uh i don't know it looked okay and
2: i love it
3: practice paid off and
2: Nice. Yeah. How many know, songs did you do We're still talking about
3: anything we've learned from you. Like, uh, we're, yeah, we wouldn't be here without you. So,
2: aw, thank you. Well, I was, I was so excited because I was, I was on the road and I got the email from you guys saying that you'd done it and everything, and I was just like, what? This is so awesome. So,
4: what did you sing, Sarah? Tell me about the songs you chose. We, um, we put our set together kind of carefully. We actually put some thought in it. We wanted to have like a mix of like peppy and yeah, <laughs> slow or whatever. So we opened with, well, also we had a very limited repertoire at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we had three songs we we actually could sing, and so we did those three (laughs) which were... um, Well,
3: no, we had about, we had like eight or nine songs we were playing, but not your. really knuckle down. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. came down to three. Let's try those three really hard. So all week we were practicing those three. Yes.
4: So we did laid down Sally. Nice. And we did um, I'm on fire Bruce awesome. Springsteen, which I had worked on with you because I wrote that harmony line for it. Yes. And then we did um, Tennessee whiskey. Very cool. And then finally, oh, and then, yeah, then the host asked us um, to do one more. Amazing. and then we were like deer in the headlights because we really <laughs> truly had not prepared a fourth one for you know to be stage ready yeah 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 and, but we did it anyway we had um take it easy by the eagles we had Perfect. done that several times and it was like it's pretty easy and
3: so you know, the funniest good. thing though is because the ones we practiced like i i screwed up on every single song <laughs> somehow some way right it right. just kind of went out the window and then uh you know does anybody notice i don't know whatever no. but then you know, just well, anyway, said do the fourth.
4: <laughs> it was just lyrics though not it wasn't like well, there were the jazz notes, but those sound so cool anyway. There you go yeah, yeah.
3: I twice. <laughs> and then to start off one song which is like half speed. what am I doing here? I was <laughs> just kind of just riffing while everybody's getting ready. Then I went into the song and it was like quarter speed even like, night they were wah, oh, wah. <laughs> the, the record
2: players broken down.
3: <laughs> so then I started speeding up real fast and Sarah was like how are you doing? You just suddenly got hyped up here.
4: I love it. But in Funny. all seriousness, <clears throat> that was a great experience because um, you know, what we found or what at least from I'll speak for myself, what I found was that um we can work pretty well together when things aren't exactly how we practice yeah. them. We still were able to stay together, pull you know, yeah, have fun, finish the songs. And I don't think anyone noticed except for us. I yeah. just
2: yeah. I love this so much because everything that you're talking about is it doesn't matter how far up the ladder you climb, like all of the challenges pretty much remain the same. And it just, it just you get more used to it and it becomes a little less painful when you trip over the blocks and stuff <laughs> and you're a little closer to your teammates and you're, you're all so used to it all. So it's really, this is so cool. like And just like to have the two of you here right now, this is so perfect because it's like, everything that you've learned through this experience of just being complete strangers bumping into each other in the hall outside Mm -hmm. of your singing lessons. So you're, you're both clearly passionate about what you're doing, that you're investing your time and your money and fate just stepped in and was like, I'm just going to make you pass in the hallway and just have the confidence to make those connections and stuff. So I absolutely love that. So, okay. Um, Nicole is in the waiting room. I'm going to let Nicole in, but I want to also ask, um, so, what is what's the biggest learning experience? What's your biggest takeaway from this experience so far? Hi, Nicole. Ah,
3: uh, from the collab. Um, well, my I learned that Sarah's pretty awesome. That's and, an uh, easy.
2: You, everyone learns that real quick when they are in, in the and space she's just so of Sarah. On,
3: so fun on stage. and it's funny because I'm always you know I'm angry whenever I sing and every every note hurts me right so I gotta change (laughs) the (laughs) face
4: you're awesome you're very fun I it wouldn't have been fun for me if you weren't fun I've sung with several other people on stage believe me and it's one thing I love about singing with you is that you're very fun and very chill even if you're nervous you are chill with me nice so Um, what would you say
2: to to someone who was like in the position that you guys were in when you were first coming to lessons before you'd before you'd had the confidence to make the connection before you had the confidence to book the gigs and do all this stuff. What would be your, first, what would you say to someone who is in the position of like the coming to lessons phase or starting up lessons phase and wants to be where you are now, what would you say?
3: Well, I think a lot of it is, um, and I'm still learning this actually is just be okay with yourself
2: yeah yeah, um yeah.
3: you know i'm you know i've always critiqued myself and i still do it all the time it's like oh i didn't want to hear a lot of my stuff because i'm still cringing at it
2: mm-hmm. and i got a long
3: ways to go but so you practice really hard you do the squats the push-ups the yeah, hard yeah, work yeah, yeah. Your, do your voice work right and then have fun i mean yeah. it's got to be fun yeah
2: totally
3: and so, so we still do the same thing we'll practice our stuff we go into it and we get some songs and we work on them real hard and we also know that if you're working on one song it translates to all your songs because yeah, if you're yeah. really trying to hone the the voice or the sound or whatever it is, that skill will translate on. So
2: absolutely, it's not
3: wasted time of just working on one song a lot.
2: Yes, yes. And it
3: is practice. Um, practice makes perfect. So you got to practice in permanent rather. So yeah, just keep yeah, practicing and yeah. hitting that, trying to get that one better. And you can always go back to it. Yeah. Tennessee whiskey is a great example. Totally. Um, just keep working on that one note or something. Keep hitting it until you finally get it, and it'll stay.
2: Yeah, totally. But, you know,
3: rather than doing everything at once sort of thing. I, I love guess, it. I'm all over the place. Like, I'm, I am do everything at once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, Sarah, what, what advice would you give to, to Sarah six months ago or, or someone who was in that position? What would you say?
4: I would say it's very similar to what John is saying, but I would just say it this way. Like, you just have to do it. You yeah. have to stop waiting for the day when you feel like you're ready. You just, yes. you have to set a date and do it and let the chips fall where they may because it will never be perfect enough mm-hmm. for you to feel ready. You will always feel unready. Absolutely. But if you don't just get out there and do it, then you'll never do it. I love that. I love that. And
2: Nicole has joined us. Hello, Nicole. It's so good to see you. I miss you. Hello. <laughs> and I think you guys, have, have you all met each other? Sarah? Yeah, yeah, you have. I've met
0: Sarah. I think I've seen John on uh, like another thing online at some point or another, I mean, but I don't think we've ever met in person. At the
2: barbecue, Uh-oh. maybe. He was at, her, at the barbecue. <laughs> oh, there we go. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, okay. Also, this is really awesome because... This is why I love what I do because I'm like, yeah, have you guys met? And it's like, yay! <laughs> this community of just just people who are just passionate about that same one thing, and you're all here and being part of this. It's so thank you so much for 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 joining. Um, so like. I have like a bunch of questions that I kind of want to touch on Um, and there's okay there's certain things because there's certain people here right now so this is so perfect so I I, and I'm so sorry Nicole because I always bring this up whenever I'm talking to you about anything Um, about like sometimes people will really hold back because of like stage fright or performance anxiety and stuff like that and I always always poor Nicole I always put her on the spot about this because she is the um my most perfect example of overcoming massive stage fright and kicking its ass. So if I'm
0: you're just- not the one telling the story, I'm telling it. So it's fine. <laughs> so I love it. So like okay, so
2: Nicole tell me like how is your approach on handling performing? Like how has that changed over time and how is being part of a community like this supported your your growth and being able to manage it?
0: It's been a little bit of everything I would say, like trying to find little things that I can do that just help it piece by piece. It's been getting into the group classes was really helpful because then it was like a really relaxed setting and you were kind of singing in a really casual way in front of other people and that lifted it a little bit. And then once I decided to actually start performing in front of people, it was taking the time on the drive to wherever I was singing to do a like breathing exercises and a warm-up and stuff like that the like breathing exercises really help yeah because I get super worked up you can see it on my body like you can see me getting hives I get shaky all that kind of stuff and I do find the breathing exercises have helped a lot and then just getting out and doing it like that's always my thing if I have I know that I'm going to be performing. Then that pushes me to practice, which makes me feel better about it. And then yeah. the more often I do it, the less nervous I am every time. Like we just played a gig a few weeks ago um, at Gravity, and uh-huh. it, I don't feel like I was nervous at all. Yay! Um, I just kind of went and did it. I didn't, I didn't like over prepare the things I was uh-huh. going to say. We were just kind of chatting back and forth, and it it gets more casual the more that you yeah. do it.
2: Yeah totally that's so uh, that makes me so happy because honestly having you sing in front of a group was was terrifying for me
0: because i was and i always love like like, a mattress um beside me in case i pass totally totally i I was like that as a kid like i would like i grew up in the smallest of small towns but we would always have like a Christmas concert, mm-hmm. and I I'm like singing in a group of you know five other kids, and there's like 50 parents watching, and I would get physically ill backstage oh. and stuff. Even for that, I've always been that way, and yeah, yeah, I don't know.
2: It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's just been so cool to be be here to watch watch these changes and transitions, and like like you, John, you hadn't performed in front of people until you were at the barbecue this summer, like. Doing, like yeah your the songs. only
3: time before that was yeah i played at my mom's celebration of life right right and that was a uh, that was That's an interesting thing yeah it was tough i wasn't prepared yeah but it was one of those challenges just do it and right. so i showed up at a small hall with two bigs so like all the gear for mm-hmm. a big venue <laughs>
4: <laughs> stadium oh God, I show i got it that's
3: I classic, a, John. <laughs> I got a monitor speaker. I got two big speakers on stands. I got the stage lights. My brothers go. Even if you suck, you sure look like you know what you're doing.
2: Yeah,
3: That that was the only other, uh, other the time. Sense. So, um I think once uh, I'm nervous as hell too. I like.
2: Yeah.
3: I gotta I gotta give him the call. Like you got guts, right?
2: Yeah.
3: And if you're you know if it's really affecting, like, I'm I'm nervous. I think everybody's nervous and uh just le- like when i did the open mic i don't really remember a lot of it because i was just yeah. trying to get through the songs and it's done right yeah but i think it'll get easier you know i think uh when looking back at it it looked like it was kind of chill I like goes, you know so really I, I certainly I, I think we're okay i think we're gonna be fine we, we got that done I love it. and we just move forward now and it'll just be easier
2: i love it Sarah, can you recall um, a specific moment when you realized you wanted to take singing kind of seriously or really make it a part of your life?
4: Yeah, it wasn't too, too long ago. Remember when I saw you at the library? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So right before that, so I've been in a guitar group, which is not at all singing focused, although we do sing for a long time. And um, the leader tapped me on the shoulder to see if I could sing some songs with him and I was like okay but I was first of all like you Nicole I was terribly 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 nervous and um I just had a very difficult time with it but that but I also at the same time I also enjoyed it um that was like about maybe a year and a half ago and so I just decided I wanted to get more serious and I love it really see you know see if I could if I could do anything with that and right around that time, a friend of mine was like, hey, uh, let's get a gig where we go. And I, so I, we lead a sing-along in an old, in a seniors club every week. Nice. We just started doing that. And when I look back at when we started, we were horrible. <laughs> we <just laughs> <got> awful, <laughs> but We did it. Like I said, we just got up and yes. we did it. And our our people who come every week they love it and we've improved quite a bit now yeah. and even they
3: are the- seniors though they're kind of, hey are they singing they are
4: the toughest <laughs> crowd <laughs> i tell you hearing hey? A's.
3: that's right Tough yeah. of some, of actually,
4: some of them are actually quite musical and and now they're anyway i could go on about that group for it. hours but it's a lovely experience and that was probably how i got a little bit hardened off to the mic you know yeah. to singing in the mic and And playing, I play guitar and banjo in that setting as well, so.
2: Very cool, very cool. So, Nicole, what what for you, um, what was the most significant challenge you faced when you kind of stepped into taking singing lessons and and overcoming that? I'm assuming it would probably be related to performance, but... Because you have (laughs) such a beautiful voice, so you stepped into it with... But yeah, tell me a bit about your journey stepping into singing and when it all came...
0: It was the stage fright, but I would also say it's changed a little bit about, like, who I am socially, too, because I'm also really, like, quiet, reserved, shy. And so just, like, the idea of getting on stage and performing is one thing, but also, like, having to introduce a song and make it feel natural. Like, that didn't come super naturally to me at first. The idea of speaking in front of people terrifies me um and so yeah I would say like the social piece of like being in the group classes and trying to like branch out and talk to people knowing that eventually if I wanted to do it on stage I was also going to have to talk I couldn't just stand there and <laughs> I had to also be personable and um my go-to if I'm uncomfortable is to kind of like stone face and shut down a little right, bit that's right. kind of like how just i am naturally so trying to overcome that and make it not so uncomfortable was really difficult
1: i would say
2: <laughs> that's amazing and has has the the singing journey has that helped you because you're a teacher too so you're using your voice all the time
0: has mm-hmm. have you found it's helped you at all with your day to day at work well you know when we first met like I would lose my voice every year in the fall Yeah. because having the summer off, I would like not talk nearly as much. And then I would come back in September and talk so much, especially in those first couple of weeks when you're, you get your new class, you're the one doing most of the talking and I would always lose my voice. And so I started doing like little vocal warmups on the way to work every morning and stuff. And I haven't lost my voice in years.
2: I love that. I love that.
0: I'm right. always like recommending it to people at work because a lot of people at my work do lose their voice. And I'm For always sure. like, here's the podcast. Like, go, <laughs> go so find awesome. it. To Even if you, like, I don't care if you're singing or not, just do it before you go to
2: work. Totally. I promise it will help. <laughs> it really does. And like, one, my best friend's a personal trainer. And so she's always like shouting over people in gyms. And like, f- there's so many ways that you use your voice and people don't think to do like a vocal warm up because it's just not an obvious thing way to go mm-hmm. so so yeah like um what are there any like specific exercises or warm-ups or things that you're just like i do this every time like for for any of you like is there anything that is a standout that you're just like i have to do this before i sing or anything that you really love for your voice what's your what are your rituals
0: <laughs> i always do lip rolls yeah. always yeah. and i love the um the like hum to an ah. Uh-huh. I love anything where it like starts and then it's like an open up. Right, right, right. I love those Okay. because awesome. I get, I'm kind of like shy with my voice sometimes. So I'll be a little bit quiet, but I find I can't do it with those because I'm, uh, I'm getting to the note and then I'm like, it, it's there kind it of bursting is. out. And I love that feeling. It gives me like a very excited feeling.
2: That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. I love that. Sarah, do you have any favorites? And what are you, what's your go-to's?
4: Well, I do the lip rolls because I hate them so much. Mm-hmm. And I've learned if I hate something, it's probably really good for me. <laughs> so I always do those. And um, I also like the meows. Yes. They Similarly to how you described it, Nicole, but, but for me, it's the meows. They just make me feel kind of free and silly. And, um, you know, like my voice is popping out, but it's fun. It's not, it doesn't, I don't for some reason I don't judge the sound of those as harshly as I judge maybe cause they're supposed to, they do sound silly. Right. I don't know, but right. And then I always drink hot water right. also.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love, I'm always drinking hot water with lemon and ginger. I love that. Love it. Love it. Love it. How about you, John? What's your favorite exercise? What is your, what's your go-to?
3: Well, liberals again. Yeah. Um, and I, I usually just go up and down on the organ here and, uh, King, 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 knee, 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 go up to the top you know work my way down that mm-hmm. kind of thing that but you guys are right with that yeah you know
2: yeah yeah that's yeah. a cool
3: thing it, it's a. Uh, it just everything loosens up with that too so
2: totally so yeah totally and and how is sort of again this is so cool that this this group is here that because oh speaking of community i was just going to ask about the community and and getting people connected because um and this is awesome because i don't know this is this is really all is serendipitous a word (laughs) there is a lot of yes serendipitous serendipitous (laughs) um because everyone has joined the group at like the perfect time so audrey i don't think you have all met but i met audrey at 97 south where nicole you came to that the year before Mm -hmm. um so the whole thing about community and how I i never intended when I started Rocket Vocal Studios to build something that was actually the thing that I'm most proud of and the thing that brings me most joy is the connections of the, the people within the group and the people who are my students. So like we were st- saying at the very beginning, Sarah and John connected and are now doing shows together purely because they bumped into each other in a hallway outside after their lessons and now yeah. audrey's gonna be coming to nashville in um april and um just yeah. like it's so cool how everyone is now connected in in part of this community that was just totally unintentional and i it's just part of what i do that i love so much um and also i have to pause and give audrey a big hurrah because um nicole and actually yeah community nicole and audrey know each other from the vip group too so it's like it's all full circle so you do know each other um and yes I, audrey i'm super proud of you because last night we had our vip group meeting and we were like reflecting on the year and talking about how baby steps how we always look at look at what we're doing and we always think about what was the big thing that i did to move the needle and what was the big big achievement this year and, and Audrey had said, well, I'm only just taking these really small steps. And I was like, actually, no, it's the small steps that push the needle the, f- the furthest because they're, you know, you're, those are what lead up to the needle actually moving. And we were saying, like, what are our goals for this week? And what are we going to do to actually make some more, more small steps to pushing that needle further? And. And Audrey was like, I don't have anything planned. Meh, 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 and was beating up on herself and being like, wow. And then she texts me this morning was like, I thought, screw it. And I went to an open mic and I sang and I performed and like had not done any of this before. And I was like, fuck yes, Audrey. So yes, I was super excited when I got your message. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Audrey is here with us today. <laughs> and um, Tell us about it, Audrey. How was last night? This is so exciting
5: oh there we go am i unmuted now yeah you're dead it was very fun it was also just kind of i've been to open mics before and usually i just kind of like sit around and watch Mm -hmm. and then they have like a sign up sheet and you have to go put your name down and you get your two songs set or whatever else and everybody kind of comes prepared right um I had not been to this open mic before in Kelowna, so that's like where I'm situated. So I'm an hour ahead or behind or whatever from everybody else. Um well actually I don't know from everybody else. I don't know where everybody else is. <laughs> um but from where Emma is at least. Um and oddly enough, I not so much in January because it's slow period, but you can find an open mic every night of the week around here. Nice. Um, And if you want to see live music on the weekends or even during the week, pretty much you could find that most nights of the week as well, which is not what I expected Kelowna to be when I first moved here. I moved here by accident, but that's a different story. (laughs) Um, So this particular open mic I had never been to, I showed up and... um, it's run by a guy that I had known in passing from a previous job I had at a bar venue downtown that does a lot of live music. Uh Um, He didn't really remember me, but I was like, hey, Dale, how's it going? I was like, do you remember me at all? And he's like, who are you? And I'm like, here's a video of us playing at the bar I used to work at. He's like, no way, that is me. Like It was just funny. Um, And then he was kind of the one that Pushed me to perform. I was like, Am I allowed to sing? He's like, Oh, yeah, like these guys will play whatever you want. Like it was very jam session style instead of sign up. It wasn't who's next. It was just like people finish their set and then someone would actually just put their hand up, like, Who wants to go next? Nice. There was no sign up, no announcer, no, it was like very disorganized in a very welcoming Chewy. way, I guess. Yeah. Um, even the guy that owned the bar was one of the drummers playing nice nice like, it was just kind of fun so he's like you're going to play with these guys and i'm like what am i doing and they're like what do you know how to sing and i was like i, I don't know kind of what do you know how to play <laughs> and we just kind of picked a few songs i my go-to song at any singing bar karaoke anything is always just hit me with your best shot because i know it super well
3: mm-hmm.
5: so it doesn't make me nervous at all or like saying that and all of a sudden everybody was like this girl knows how to sing huh yeah. and then everybody afterwards was very like i was not expecting that out of the tiny human that you are <laughs> um and a few people were like what's your number we should connect yes one of these older gentlemen i didn't actually up talking to him because he left but the guy hosting he was like yeah like he was like you guys should totally throw a band together he plays drums in a few bands in town and they're like definitely come back next week and I don't know see what happens but it was so fun and um it's not again it's weird for me because I'm not afraid to sing in front of people at all like I don't have stage fright um I'm by no means afraid of performing or being on a stage or being in front of people but I'm afraid of asking for or putting myself out there going hey I know how to do this thing because I'm afraid of people's perception of what if it wasn't good enough or what Mm -hmm. if I'm not allowed or what if I'm being too forward or what if this isn't polite or but it's not the actual like singing part it's everything around that which is like kind of interesting that way
2: that's um so then
5: I sat here and I was like well then I'm gonna go to an open mic every day of the week but turns out Tuesdays are canceled until February
2: (laughs) that's amazing so that's my goal
5: of the week is to go to the wednesday one tomorrow and thursday one on thursday and friday i don't know if there is one running because again in the winter time it's hit and miss
2: yeah but i'll at least
5: go back on monday and there'll be people that i ran into and hopefully that is a very positive again forward motion thing yeah um and yeah it, it all kind of started i guess technically if you want to backtrack like two years ago because it was the connection with the guy who runs the open mic that I only knew because I worked full time at this bar and I used to sing karaoke at the bar so that was actually really fun that was I used to like waitress around with a tray and also a microphone at the same time. (laughs) <laughs> at the bar that I worked at and that was like how people knew that I could sing I they didn't it. actually know that I could sing because I performed or did gigs they were just like oh that's the waitress that sings
2: that's like the singing waitress at karaoke night <laughs> I love it I love it that is so cool about like how we were just chatting about that last night and you acted on it. And it's like all about just being ready to step into, like to own who you are as an artist and go do that. And hey, Cynthia, yay. I'm <laughs> so sorry I'm late, everybody. No worries, it's so good to see you. Thank you for joining us. This it's just, again, oh. and again, this keeps coming back to community because you've all met Cynthia too. Yeah, Audrey's met mm-hmm. Cynthia at 97 South.
5: A 97. south.
2: this is freaking wild. <laughs> I love this. How like, <laughs> ah, Hey Audrey. Yes. You guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, yes. So that's to your point, Audrey, again, like we're talking all about this whole thing of community. And if you hadn't met that guy and then you bumped into that guy again, two years later, and then the opportunity arose. And the next thing you know, you're on stage and this is, and then going back again to John and Sarah bumping into each other outside, classes and now they're playing together and stuff and Cynthia and Audrey we're gonna be in Nashville together and oh it's just this is so cool um so yeah I have so this yes. is so phenomenal so we um if anyone has to duck out please feel free yes yeah, Sarah Sarah if you have to duck I have out. To
4: scoot. I just got yeah I got a scoot but thank you so much it was so nice to see everybody and nice Yay. to meet you Audrey and um, I'll see you guys around. Yes, yeah, Sarah, thank you so much. And congratulations you later, on Sarah. your open bye. minds and okay, performing ciao. and stuff. Bye. Oh, bye.
2: Amazing. And <laughs> OK, ciao, bye. See you later, hon. Bye. OK, so Cynthia's now on the hot seat. I'm going to grill Cynthia oh, now no. that she's here. <laughs> so Cynthia, I'm going to ask you a question I asked some of the others if you can recall a specific moment when you realized that singing was something that you wanted to pursue seriously. Well, can you just
1: repeat it? Cause it cut out. Yeah, Sorry, Emma. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you
2: recall like a specific moment when you realized that singing was something you wanted to pursue seriously? And it's wild because I vividly remember when you phone, when you called me to talk about singing lessons that day, that was so funny too. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's another story, yeah. um seriously. i I think it was um, when I really like connected with other people in your group that it mm. just really made me realize I can pursue it seriously without pursuing it as a career based right. on where I am in my life. but but it can still be just as fulfilling, but just from from a different perspective so what I just find is if I'm if I'm not connected with singing and I'm not doing it and I'm just in this little vacuum right now like I just haven't got my new year set up yet and it feels very um I feel very disconnected from myself I think I think it really it really helps me to um be very personal with me it was it was one of like just getting to know myself in a way I never had before you know when you sing you're very vulnerable you can't hide behind anything you know you can step behind a screen you can do whatever but it's all out there when your voice comes out so um yeah and and when i started to be able to do that in front of um other people which you know nicole you were around when that first happened and and even audrey even still at 97 south um, for me, I just feel so vulnerable uh, when I'm doing it, but it forces me to to connect with myself.
2: yeah, I love that. That's so awesome. and and I always well, not always, but just recently, when I've been asking the question when you take when you started um pursuing singing seriously, for me, i take I take seriously as like, when you actually put some money into it, because <laughs> that's like, oh yeah, that for me, I'm like, that's a commitment, <laughs> as opposed to like, yeah, I, I've been
1: doing it seriously for a while. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> totally, and it's like serious. That like that's a serious commitment. Like I t- I don't take that lightly yeah. when people invest money with me. And it's like okay, you're serious mm-hmm. about it. it. Doesn't necessarily mean that your goal is now that you want to be at the top of the charts or what have you. It's like no, you're you're serious about your skill or you're serious about your your passion, something that you really love. So, um, no, I absolutely love it. Jason and I were actually we were driving to go camping. I can't remember what, it must have been like a Friday or something, and we were just off we were going into the middle of nowhere. Reception was about to cut out, and the phone rang, and jason has this horrible habit ever since then now cynthia i've answered all kinds of horrible phone calls because jason gives me the look and he's like could be another cynthia because i like i answered the call and it was cynthia and since that day what i want to say like five years ago cynthia's not only become one of my favorite clients but just a fantastic friend too so now I get the look from Jason and I'm terrified and I'm like making friends with cold callers from goodness knows where. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad not answering. But anyways, yes, I'm very grateful that Jason gave me a serious glare and was like, answer the damn phone. And then when I hung up and he was like, she sounds fantastic. I told you so. Um, so yes, now I'm afraid to ever ignore a phone call. Uh- oh,
1: I, I love that story. But I love your because isn't it interesting how when you asked me, you know, when I started taking it seriously, I at first I thought you were confused because I thought, I thought that the only people that took singing Like when you asked that, I thought it was only from a perfect, like if people were pursuing a career, which is how I responded. When you said what you just said, I'm like, yeah, why did I respond that way? Which therein lies part of the issue with people about singing, right? It's like, well, if I'm not doing it to pursue a career, then I'm not serious. And I never thought about it it's like oh there's a podcast topic for you honestly I, I never <laughs> thought about it from that perspective before
2: <laughs> it's really it is it's really it's like honestly if you're getting in the car or if you're carving time out of your day and you're putting that into your life mm. in my opinion that's that's serious like that's a that's a genuine commitment and I I really admire that and I honor that with with my clients because it's it's really important to mm. me that this is a this is a really important time of, of their day too and it's it's just yeah it, it is it's serious it doesn't matter whether you're whether your career is on the line or whether like say some of the people that i work with it is like they so frustrating Mm. (laughs) middle of summer middle of festival season that's when they all call me and they're like I'm losing my voice I'm panicking I've got 17 more shows to do what do I do and I'm like well you do what all of my other clients do and they commit to a regular schedule and they don't have
1: these problems
2: (laughs) but um yeah so no it it, no matter what level of client I'm working with I really do honor that time commitment and and that investment because it it is taking something thing seriously
4: so so, well and it's
1: interesting because i think um that it's that same myth when you say you know why is it when we're like six or seven and someone tells you you can't sing Mm -hmm. we think for the rest of our life we can't sing um and and, but yet you would never do tell a six or seven year old well you can't play basketball so you might as well forget about it
0: exactly Um, why do we
1: do it with singing but even about taking it seriously what i'm thinking about well if I was playing guitar or um some of my other pursuits that I take seriously I don't judge it that way yeah so why am I judging it that way like it's just all this stuff that's wrapped around um singing and here you are teaching me again tonight it's like right away I'm like well I'm not becoming a professional Emma you got the wrong person like ask Nicole or, <laughs> or Audrey or John I don't know
2: <laughs> and that's just it that is is this is a, a- a lovely segue cynthia this is fantastic because it is that genuine connection to your voice and your sound It is who we are it's a really natural thing and yes the the there's that whole other topic of and everyone has a story where they were judged or told something about their voice that was right it, whether it be it's great it's amazing or whether it's be like no 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 maybe you should take up an instrument or do dance or something no matter what that is mm. um sharing your genuine voice. And Nicole, you were at the retreat for this where we did um, Finding Your Genuine Sound. And it, it literally, we invested like three days with people who have been working on singing for a very long time to be like, actually, where, what does my voice sound like? What is my voice? What is my sound and connecting to that? So I guess like maybe, uh, yeah, anyone anyone can can speak on this, but I, I'd be really interested to to see how your experience has been of like finding and connecting to your genuine sound and and when you know this is me just trying to sound nice versus this is me singing and and having that certain confidence to be able to step into that there is a, a bit of a bridge I think between like singing like painting by numbers and hitting all the dots and being really accurate and technically um pleasing to an audience versus like wow I'm feeling something that that Person is is putting out, um, so yeah, I'd be interested to know, like, if any of you, maybe some mm-hmm. of you, are still trying to find that. Maybe some of you are like, I can't sing unless I do that, and maybe that's why my singing is a bit messy sometimes because I'm just being so genuine and real with it, or whatever that is. So yeah, let me know. I have, I'd like to, John, any thoughts on that?
3: Well, I was thinking it'd be good to hear from the folks that have been doing this for a while. Um, I'm still finding, you know, I'm always mm-hmm. trying to do this and that and the other um i do know when i'm doing it right because like, i'll turn on the speaker down here and i'll just sing. so all i'm hearing now is through the speaker mm-hmm. and it, it, you hear the voice differently than than when you're just singing to yourself right
2: yeah
3: um and then i'll just just do the singing part of it and not so much on the guitar and i'll just really try and analyze how i'm singing right yeah and just what's pleasing coming out mm-hmm. of that speaker Right, and it's funny because when i when i get to the spot where it's like oh that sounds really nice i'm not trying to be anything different just loud and, and musical and it sounds good that's when my throat is the least uh there's less stress in it yeah and I can be loud and i'm belting mm-hmm. it, and it's just like wow I don't, I don't feel anything in it it's great yes when i'm trying to do something that's yep. when i'm tight
2: Yes, yeah, so yeah. that's
3: a kind of an interesting And if you talk to, like, say, you you hear uh, Chris Stapleton, Mm -hmm. he's talking like a regular voice, and then he just, oh yeah, he sings like his, and he goes right into his voice, eh? Yeah, yeah. So he's Mm -hmm. got it on, you know, just right there.
2: There it is. So uh,
3: that's, I assumed for folks who've been singing for a while, I'm thinking that's kind of where they're at. But
2: that's that's it. That's it exactly. It's that's where imitation and and trying to create a create something that you think is what you're supposed to be doing versus just letting it out is that's where where issues arise of, of probably
3: fun to explore yeah and just saying like as a beginner you know try it a little totally. over here a little over there it's good exercise just to see you know where you end up so
2: absolutely i always tell people and, and people freak out even like when they're pretty much beginners i'm like go sing some whitney go sing some mariah go sing some of the, some of the greats that haven't been overly Wedged through a computer, <laughs> like go and go and emulate some of that <laughs> stuff and see what happens, and and see what you can open in your own voice. Don't be afraid of discovering what what might actually be hiding in there that you haven't you've been scared to let out. So, yeah, Nick, Nicole, what have you learnt about your voice along the journey? Is there anything have you surprised yourself and be like, oh my, I really suit this certain genre or this style? Or like, is what what's what's your journey look like in that way?
0: I've been kind of in like an experimentation phase with like what I'm trying to sing because I have always been a perfectionist and like one of the things that stopped me from singing in front of people was that it had to be perfect exactly like it was supposed to be or it wasn't good to me it wasn't good enough I guess right and then when we started working together I felt like i was starting to find out things about my voice that i didn't really expect like i always thought that i had a really low voice and that i couldn't sing anything high like i couldn't belt anything or like i just was like i can't do any of that so i'm just not even going to try Mm -hmm. and so like we've played around with a little bit of that and now that i'm starting to play Mm -hmm. guitar as well then i'm kind of like playing around with keys and and actually when i was playing um the gig that I was at um a few weeks ago um we played that cover of straight up by paula yeah yeah yeah. we've been playing around with it and um afterwards um vanessa came up to me and was like you should sing r&b like that's uh, that sounded super comfortable for your voice like you should try out some r&b so I'm kind of playing around with a little bit of everything right now to try and find (sighs) what works best because I'm also trying to get back into writing like Figuring out yeah. what pile of songs I want to write because I feel like every song I write is a completely different genre so maybe if I figure out what I like to sing best that will help me I don't know
2: I love it I'd love to hear you do like early early Kelly Clarkson Miss Independent kind of thing or like I was early Tori Kelly so like oh I'm gonna send you so many songs after this I'll be like learn this learn this learn this <laughs> So good, so good. Audrey, how are you feeling? Like, have you do you feel like you've discovered your sound yet or your genre or your like released your voice yet? Or is that something that's a, a work in progress for you?
5: I feel like the correct answer is a work in progress. For sure. Um I feel like there are definitely certain songs that it's like, I know I can hit this. Mm-hmm. I know I can sing that. I know this is in my range. I know this is like, even last night fooling around with some of the different songs that they played through and they'd try and start it in an original key. And I'd be like, there's no way I can sing that song, but I can't sing it in that key. Yeah. And yeah. then um, also knowing that, and this is where I think I don't know where my sound is or what my sound is. It's like, I know what my personality is, yeah. but it's sometimes all over the place that I feel like my sound is all over the place. Um, and I definitely like loud and I definitely like strength in songs. Mm-hmm. Like I don't do pretty very well.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I can
5: do pretty, but I don't do pretty. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
5: and part of that's just, again, personality, the style yeah. of voice, that kind of thing. Um, but I am very interested to hear, and again, I'm hoping in Nashville, it kind of happens is like feedback from people because I know what I kind of sound like, but you always sound different to yourself first of all. Right. And then the other thing is too, like, I still have ideas in my mind of like growing up and I'd sing a song and I'd start singing it differently because it was fun for me. And I still remember the comments from either like choir directors or parents or whoever being like. Why do you sing it like that that doesn't it doesn't sound as nice when you do it that way
0: and you're like i don't know because it's
5: more fun yeah like that's really <laughs> my only response is it was more fun or it sounded nice to me or i liked it yeah yeah, yeah. um and like in a one-on-one session i could genuinely show you i yeah. remember the sound of what i'm supposed to sound like according to the choir or according right. to my mom when i'm performing in church or according to like this is how they want it to sound at the wedding and i'm very good i guess at taking instruction that way right um like coachable coachability that way is like oh you want it to sound that way okay i can do it that way right so in regards to what i would do if i was just given entire creative freedom
2: yeah
5: i don't really know the answer i just know that it's like at some point I'm like that's too high and at some point that's too low and kind of what the other gentleman was speaking about of it like feeling good for me it's not necessarily the song specific I just know when it's out of range per se yeah yeah um and I am definitely worse at singing quieter right 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 for sure um unless it's purposefully like an airy light tone oh yeah and then it's okay yep but um the other thing too is like if I think about what do I sound like or what am I good at singing it's like think of anything like rock ballads 90s country hits like not like a little more of a rawness to the voice than there is that classic now the brand new stuff sounds very um
2: light and breathy and
5: not light a little riffy but also just everything sounds very smooth yeah yeah because it it is yeah. because it's been smoothed over because i've only once ever in my entire life sang into it's like auto-tuned <laughs> yeah auto-tuned sounds very auto-tuned yeah. um and i remember hearing it back and me being like is that actually what i sound like they're like oh yeah there's a, a vocal corrector on there and it sounded so perfect and yeah. it was just interesting yeah to <laughs> hear that to be like huh interesting um but yeah i don't know it'd be interesting again and i've said this before but to actually sit down on a one-on-one session and go through those things because i can sit down on my own with the youtube video and do vocal workouts or do uh scales things Mm -hmm. like that but to actually have the verbal feedback absolutely um, would be very interesting and again that's i guess what i'm the most looking forward to of april is actually having that evaluation i like people telling me when i suck because that means i get to be better
2: exactly (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be so i love all of this so much and 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 what i always kind of think about it um And I had another mentor and a voice coach, Tamara Beattie, and she was like, what it is, is like, it's mining for gold. Like you dig for those things that are unique and that are different and that are Mm. special in a voice. Like some of you know Arliss and she has that little fluttery thing. And Nicole, you have that Mm. kind of raw, full power when you go up there. And it's just that that was what was really cool. And and now I'm thinking, oh, shoot, now i got to plan another damn retreat because that that exploring your voice event was so cool because it was literally we we took time where everyone I think I made you all
0: sing happy birthday but it was we like- still talk about this every time we're all together we're like remember that time Emma made all of us look each other dead in the eyes <laughs> and <say> happy birthday but <laughs> <For> the- it <laughs>
2: None of you out of like what the 16 or whatever people were there. I can't remember how many times we had to listen to Happy Birthday. I apologize. But every single time <laughs> was so different. It's singing the same song, the same almost the same key. And it was just like, okay, what was unique and what was standout
0: and what were the different oh, like things anybody that sing made like
3: you- Marilyn Monroe? Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> I,
0: I thought the entire way walking up to the mic, don't do the Mr. President voice. That's immediately what came out, and then I couldn't stop.
3: Good
4: for you. So good, for good.
2: You. so good. But it, it's just, and you can by. It's like what makes you listen to a song and be like, boom, that's. The, the singer, that's who I'm listening to. It's that's what you want to find in your voice. A, because that's your mm. unique sellability if you're looking for an art, artistic point of view. But from a general voice health point of view, that's the easiest way to access your power and your, your flexibility and the, all the things you want to do and play with your voice is, is that genuine sound is going to open the floodgates. And that's the toughest thing of what I teach. It's the psychology of just letting it out because that's what we hold
3: mm-hmm. back.
2: <laughs> that's the hardest part to open up is letting that out
3: you're, without- You're right. I, I, I still got to remind myself when, when I'm doing this, stop trying to sing the fucking song, just sing the song. Just sing it. And when, when I just let it go, just sing the song, everything loosens and then <laughs> totally. it's it way better.
2: It's like when we hit mm-hmm. a wrong note playing an instrument, we don't judge the piano. like you're a bad (laughs) piano you came from a shitty part of town and you're not my friend and like you don't judge the instrument you're playing or you don't judge the basketball when you miss the net it's like what is going on here like you gotta just let it out let your instrument show you what it can do and and all of that stuff so um we've we've been chatting for quite a while now i don't want to keep you for much longer and i really appreciate you all for spending time with me but i would love to uh end this by asking each of you kind of what would you say to anyone or what would you say to yourself before you started this journey um to be like what would be stopping you from doing it and kind of things that you have thinking about things that you've learned and things you've overcome and goals you've set and goals you've smashed like nicole you've written and released stuff having wanting me to maybe call an ambulance before you even sang in public (laughs) it's like like what would you say to yourself right at the start of your journey from where you are now to be like this is cool we got this what what would you say to a singer starting out or who's terrified of at any age any point like what are your messages to people
0: I do uh, to myself I would say just just start it like mm-hmm. it was something I, I always wanted to sing just for fun like I always did but I always just talked myself out of actually starting it and trying it right and even if it had always just been lessons mm-hmm that would have been, that would have already added enough. Right, right. Everything else that came with it, like the community and the people and the like retreats that we've done and the starting to write music, mm. to play guitar, yeah. performing on stage, releasing music. Like, I actually, today I was talking to my parents in Newfoundland mm-hmm. and They told me, I have a little cousin who's much younger than me, I think she's like 11 or 12. So we don't know each other very well because I've lived away for a very long time. I've lived away the whole time she's been alive. And they told me today she's in a little like music group and they're getting ready to do a spring concert. And the leader of their um, music group had chosen two songs for them to do and was trying to choose a third. And my cousin was listening to my song on Spotify in her headphones while she was waiting for the class to start and her, like the teacher of her class was like asking her about it and she was like, oh yeah, my cousin released this song Like she lives in Calgary and this is like her music that she put out and her teacher listened to it and they've decided that they're going to do it as the other song in their little like spring show. And I was like, that is so cool. Like things have happened. I'm gonna cry. (laughs) You know, like I could never, I would never have predicted and like I said if I had just signed up and done group classes and met a couple people and not passed out when I sang in front of people like that would that that was end goal started and like everything else that's come with it is so crazy insane the fact that like anybody would have paid five ten dollars to come watch me sing on stage with my brother somewhere is absolutely crazy like amazing I don't know. there's no reason not to do it right there's no good reason to not even try imagine if you had it like
2: oh yeah i'm so happy i don't know it. honestly
0: i don't know that i would still live in calgary wow because the wow. like community stuff that i found yeah like i didn't really have a community i would say here right which right. i'm really used to. newfoundland is very much like everybody is your friend yeah. you're related yeah, yeah, to yeah. half the people but everybody's your friend And I was finding it hard to like find the community in Calgary. Yeah. And most of the people that I know, that I talk to, that I'm connected with, I've met somehow through this thing that I did on a whim.
2: Oh my god. So Mm. I've got something in my eye.
0: (laughs) I literally actually do
2: have something in this eye, but yeah, this one has no excuse. Uh, (laughs) That's amazing. So yeah, wow. John, thank thank you, Nicole. Like that makes me feel really good, but also I'm just so freaking happy for you. Like, the little kids are gonna
0: sing your song. I know. I was like, is this like a it's kind of feels like a weird song for small children to sing. It's about an ex-boyfriend who cheated on me. For any of you who haven't heard it. <laughs> it's not exactly like
3: Dartham Young. Start a
0: children's
2: song, but okay. It's <laughs> anyway. a good life lesson song. <laughs> <laughs> love
3: that I love
2: it. That's really John. cool. That's so cool, Nicole. Ah, oh, John, what would you say to yourself before you had lessons? What was holding you back? What would you tell people to do? What would you tell yourself to do? You
3: know, that's a really good question. Actually, I think well, my driver was. Um, we got a friend. He's in a band called uh, Ralph Riches,
2: uh-huh.
3: and uh, he's been playing kind of his whole life. Just you know, in the, he's a basement player and stuff. And he, um, looks like he was having a blast. Like they, right. they play around the uh, Vancouver area all the time and they're good now.
2: Nice.
3: Um, they bring in some other people, but he just looked like he's having a blast, but his, his talent is reachable.
2: Right. I think right, right.
3: like he's not, you know, no Garth Brooks or nothing, but I'm thinking I'm, he's having a lot of fun and I think I could probably do that. Yeah. So that was kind of my, my spur and why I started taking it more serious a couple of years ago. Um, but I also, what I really enjoy uh, too, is every any song you don't know right now. Okay, I'm starting this song. I'm, Lay Down Sally was one, for example. Yeah. We had no idea. Um, Sarah said, "Hey, let's play this." So we're looking at it, start playing it, and it's just revel right now the fact we don't know anything about this song other than we heard Eric play it, you know. Yeah. And then uh, a week later, here we are jamming with it. Love it. It's just yeah. stuff I didn't know last week. Now, now we've just kind of accumulating, right? So that good. like you're saying the baby steps now we're looking back and going oh look at this list of songs that we can yeah. actually play and that's just just pretty neat i think i don't know it's so just good. you know stuff you didn't know yesterday now you do and how it accumulates
1: I love and that. i really
3: we really enjoyed the the open mic so i think uh i'm i'm still in the baby steps all this from you guys probably but uh uh yeah I, i'm it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun being up love front it. and entertaining and
2: I love so, it and uh, props to you for like saying she has a great voice if she wants to collab like it's again it's that courage and Audrey talked about that too is like is it weird to do that is it rude like who am I to say do you want to do music with me so like that's a huge step and I think that's so important to put yourself out there and and find the right people and and make the connections or even the
3: wrong people I mean <laughs> every time you're playing with somebody you're learning something exactly
2: exactly and like obviously disclaimer to the females going out to the bars and finding people there's some wing nuts out there use your discretion (laughs) and community is always good because it's always a friend of a friend or something like that but um but yeah no with regards to talent and skill Personally, I say it's always best to be the, the the least talented one in the group or the room or whatever because you're always learning. It's when you're when you're the peacock strutting around like Mick Jagger and the rest of them are all like, "What's that person doing here? That's time to go <laughs> challenge yourself a little bit more." Um, so yeah, I th- thanks for sharing that, John. That's awesome. How about how about you, Audrey? What would you say um, to yourself at the start of your journey? And I I know we're we're only. Well, I say only, but we met what last July. So it's been, it's been a little while, but um, yeah, what would you say? And I, I'm just honestly still so, so excited about what you did last night. I think that's so wild that we just ended our session talking about what are you gonna do next? And you went and just slammed it and did it. So I'm like, yes, so good. Um, but yeah, what would you say to anyone who's kind of on the fence or worrying about taking those baby steps or those big steps?
5: can I answer the question kind of differently? Absolutely. Um, it's like kind of, it doesn't even technically answer your question, I guess, but it's more of just like an acknowledgement or an observation. Yeah. Um, and it's just very interesting for me to observe, um, the, and this is more of, um, I guess a nod to what you do or to, uh, the role that others play in people's journeys is, just the significance of um somebody else going yeah you could do that or somebody else acknowledging that it's a possibility or just like that positive acknowledgement or positive encouragement Mm -hmm. versus um people shutting down other people's ideas or dreams Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even have to apply to singing or to vocals or to that it could be it could be anything it could be I had a conversation with um, somebody a couple weeks ago about a job that they pursued and the reason why they pursued it was they saw one of their buddies that they were like I'm much smarter than him but he did it too like just kind of that positive reinforcement because again it's it's just interesting because in my mind growing up I was always like I sing good don't I like don't I sing well like don't I sound okay? Yeah. And you sounded okay enough that people wanted you to sing at their wedding. You right. sounded okay enough that the pastor texted you or sent you an email because it was still emails every few months to ask if you would sing at the Christmas nice. concert or you did the solo for the choir. So you're like, okay, I obviously don't suck on a logical level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for some reason it was just the people around you going. Yeah, but you can't do that. And you're like, but why? Um, And I see it a lot in business podcasts or conversations with uh, friends, again, the smarter people in the room going, why are you taking advice from somebody who hasn't been there? Yep. Yep. Why are you taking advice from somebody who's somewhere that you don't want to be? Yes. Yes. Um, So it's just interesting that way. Um, If I were to give myself advice, and this isn't really advice, this is more just like, an annoyance at myself is it's right. like why didn't I start earlier For sure. or why didn't I because it's funny you mentioned Tamara Beattie or whatever yeah. years ago yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'd say five years ago I think I sent an email to right. her right. Right, or right, reached right. out to do vocal lessons and at the time I wasn't in a financial place to be spending money mm-hmm. on just extra stuff yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. so I
5: didn't but it's just kind of funny how it's like it's always been in the back of my mind and it's like at what point are you going to just step forward or try it or figure it out or just be like why am Mm -hmm. i stopping myself because i guess the main theme from everybody's conversations if you listen to the comments from the group in general is for the most part why not or like why can i not be the person or again cynthia making comments about it being one of those things that a lot of times arts and crafts not arts and crafts but arts and uh performance sorry Mm -hmm. are often Something that you either are born with or you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very interesting yeah. because it's, and I mean, people do definitely have dispositions to certain things. Like I know I was very good at hearing the tune and knowing if it was on or off, like mm-hmm. right from a very young age. Like there are definitely things that people are more naturally attuned to right off the bat. But really, the people that are the most successful in any industry, whether that's performing arts, that's engineering, medicine, all of that is it's kind of just the people that are enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. Because, yeah, I guess it's like when I sing a song, I don't really think about it much. I just sing because it makes me happy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. So that's
5: like kind of my answer to the question, I but kind of just. Conversation. I love your,
2: your answer to your answer, to kind of bullshitting your <laughs> Did you just say kind of bullshitting?
5: Oh, yeah, that's how you get 10 out of 10 points on the like, what wow. did you learn from this
2: class at the end of the test? I got accepted into music school because I completely made up a whole piece of music. I couldn't even do theory. I could, didn't even know what I was writing. I was like, well, I'm sat here for two hours and I've got a piece of sheet music in front of me and I've got to fill in all the dots. So I just like, scribbity, scribbity, scribble for two hours. And they were like, she's a genius. Here's a free ride. And I was like, nope, I shall <laughs> not be accepting this opportunity. There. Thank you, kindly, but I will step down from this fabulous opportunity because I literally drew pictures on the score there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I once didn't do the homework
3: and I just wrote a story of what it feels like jumping out of an airplane, the parachute, of course. And it gave a class. There you go. It wasn't even that class. Was English or nothing? It was math or something?
2: <laughs> have fun. That's the most important thing. So, Cynthia, I'm excited to hear what you would have said to yourself before you, before you interrupted my camping trip with my husband. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, um, for myself, it was, um, what would I tell myself and where was I at? I I always knew I loved to sing and my mom was a great singer. And, um, you know, I sang in the church choirs, and but I was always like in the background mm-hmm. person. And I was told I soprano. So, because I was told that, um, that's all I ever tried to do. Right. And it wasn't until you, Emma, said, well, wait a minute. No, no. Like, yes, you can sing soprano. My voice, I can't even remember the term, is alto. Like, that's where I'm comfortable. That's where my voice doesn't strain. That's where I feel really good.
2: Yeah.
1: So I think I would say, you know, it's um, for anyone out there considering it or starting or whatever your journey is, like, just trust yourself. And if you're being told things or you don't like, what's going on around you. I mean, like if you walked into a, I don't know if you walked into a clothing store and the sales clerk wasn't really nice or was telling you something looked good and you knew it didn't like you'd go Mm -hmm. somewhere else. I don't know what it is about singing or your voice or the the power of voice that we just go, okay, (laughs) like, where does that come from? Instead of, um, so I would have started much younger. Um, and I would have just really embraced it because Uh, like john i just like to see people on stage um emoting and coming from a career where keeping your emotions to yourself is just everything Mm -hmm. um i think it would have helped a lot in that journey if could even have let them out through voice or through singing Mm -hmm. and so i definitely would tell people um please you know go out and find the right fit for yourself Yeah. yeah and um like you do anything else in life. And I, again, I don't know why with voice and Audrey, you kind of alluded to it. Why is it when it comes to singing and voice and it's such an important part, you know, why is it in the schools? Music's one of the first programs to go Mm -hmm. when they're cutting budgets. And if anything, um, you know, most of us have memories as kids, whether it's in a school choir or or something, that's connection, community, mental health, um, all of those things. So I would have started earlier. I would have ignored people that told me, you sing this. So I was like, okay, and that's all I ever sung. Hence, it was difficult at times, um, finding that comfortable voice and connecting with my voice. And it's always going to be a journey I take seriously. (laughs) Thank you for giving me permission to say that. Um, That um, I would be in a very different place when I met you you were the person I needed to meet about 40 years ago just saying oh don't I'll get something else in my other Except eye you were probably quite young then and I'm not and I'm not sure you could have taught me very well <laughs> oh. but it um, yeah and so now this connection the community it's like you're saying John oh my gosh that just looks like fun mm. um getting to know myself on a level that i never had before Mm -hmm. do i still if i get up and sing in front of someone just about die before i get up there (laughs) yep (laughs) i still do but i do it yes Um, but you will never find a nice a nicer group of people you know it's just like we were saying and nicole was saying that and audrey and john it's just um this whole group of people and i think if people in your listening audience um, emma could understand the potential um of how their life, how they perceive their life, or how things could change, no matter their age. Yes.
2: Um, yes, yes.
1: Then I think it, doors just open. And Audrey, I think you're finding that too with I this group, it. and seeing you in Penticton, like oh, it was yeah. just—you've um, got so much potential with your singing voice and you were kind of wrapped up at a younger age in the same way I was about listening to everybody that told me about singing or not singing I mean you're at a whole other level than me but what I'm saying is that yeah anyone that would say anything about my voice in terms of singing I would cringe and you know put my tail between my legs and just move on and um and because of that I missed I learned so much
2: right right right
1: Oh, so thank you, Emma, God. for picking that phone up. I know, right? Thank you for for calling. <laughs> thank I'm... Google for just saying this is the lady you need to call. <laughs> the universe just boom. <laughs> it is. It's really wild
2: how everything everything lines up for the right reason, and and you're so right on finding yeah. the right fit and it's so important finding finding the person that you resonate mm. with as from from a coaching perspective and from a community perspective because that's what makes makes it really unique and and so yeah keep keep looking around and keep searching and keep because there is someone that is a perfect fit for you and and don't always be searching for validation because you might already be there and that's that's what what I find is really interesting sometimes when I'll meet people and they'll be like, am, am I, am I a soprano? Am I an alto? am I doing this right? How is my vibrato? How, uh, how is all this, this and this and this? And I'm just like, if you, if you like how you sound and if it feels good and, and you're getting the – just just go and do it. Go and enjoy it. You don't need external validation all the time. Sure, if you want technical help, if you need voice health stuff, if you need – obviously, keep doing all the things that you want to do to keep learning. I keep learning. I've got to get up bloody early tomorrow for a lesson with a coach in Nashville.
3: Well, you're, you're kind of half social worker, right? like half psychologist, half technical. Totally. i think and it probably changes all the way through because i mean a lot of the training when stuff we're practicing is like okay some of it's technical a lot of it's what are you thinking yeah you, know, how you what are you feeling about right
2: a hundred and i think percent. i think
3: another thing i just dawned on me when i was when it came to you is allowing myself to sing yeah and so there's nobody in my life and everywhere that i think anyway that i can sing in front of and just be okay this is what how i want to sing because everybody i was known always you know oh that guy sucks and this person sucks and so now you have to start looking at it differently and going actually i'm not bad you know you gotta suck everyone sucks <laughs> right. when they start
2: at trying new but, things like it's... yeah trying and
3: allow ourselves to do something right and
2: absolutely so you, you're
3: you're certainly a safety net and, and a support for that i mean there's nothing but positive to walk out of their feeling, yeah
2: awesome um,
3: so that you know that certainly helps a lot i love that and it took a while so i can actually say that i'm a singer and that was a weird thing too it's like yep no i'm just singing. of I'm, I'm not a singer Right. And it took a probably a year and a half before I, you know, somebody asked me, What do you do? I play guitar and I'm a singer. Yeah. So just, I can admit that to myself. And that was a weird little thing, but
2: it's so true it's it's that imposter right? syndrome that's a whole other podcast there you the... gotta
3: bring in a, a couch and have the piano on one side and the couch Absolutely. in the other Absolutely.
2: And... maybe that'll be my new new year's like re- redecorating the studio i'll put a little little couch in there for the for the well, emotional so moment what you're
3: feeling once you're done <laughs> we'll do some scales
2: there we go it, it's so true and and i love all of that stuff and and it again talking about constantly learning I've I've got a really cool course that I'm going to be doing all about kind of mental health and the pressure um of when you when when the people I work with are now taking their career as a professional and how suddenly the switch of like the joy of music suddenly turns into the pressure of what you have to do as a musician and now it's your job it's not your passion it's not your joy it's actually there's so yeah I'm doing a whole course on on that this this spring so I'm super excited for that but Um, but no, this, the psychology angle of it is, is absolutely huge. And just, just making sure people feel comfortable and confident and, and finding your, your person for your, your coach and having that, that trust, because that vulnerability in the voice is a big trust thing. And, and whoever it is, if, if, and if it's, if I'm always saying like Nicole knows if she, she went to LA and I was like, go see this coach. I'm always like, go like learn with as many people and, and experience as many different things. Um, because oh, that would be a very weird coach to be like, "You're my client. Don't go and learn <laughs> with my... other people. All that competitive weirdness." But I'm, I'm always like, "Go explore and find where you fit and find where you feel good. That is the key. And uh, if you're feeling good, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. As that's, that's where it's safe. That's where it's healthy. That's where your voice is gonna be the strongest. And that's where you're gonna find people who are like you too. So." thank you so much for for joining me this evening it, it really means a lot for you to take a lot of time so thank you that that was a big chunk of your night and and it means a lot that you you came and spent it with me to to share your your journeys and uh, i'm very excited to see what's next for all of you and your your serious voices <laughs>
3: Yeah, that time, thank that, you that so course much. might be good timing because as we everybody I see some here it will going to progress to that level maybe I don't know. It's be
1: good. Thank you, Emma, for uh, thank you for everything you're doing for all of us. It's amazing, and um, yeah, this is just an incredible group of people. And congratulations, 100!
2: Yay, 100 episodes! Thank you so much for being part of it, everybody. And uh, I, I'll let you go on and enjoy your evenings. And I, I can't wait to to sing with you all again soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. I really hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to like, share and subscribe. And if you do leave a review, it's really useful to help others discover the show. You can also check out the weekly vocal workout over on Patreon. I'll leave the links in the show notes where you can access weekly vocal training from yours truly and totally rock your voice. Thanks again for listening. Check out Rocket Vocal Studios on social and on the web, and I
1: look forward to seeing you again next time.